0: on Local Now, Channel 525. AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our AM 630 The Word Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Marcus
1: Burgos. Thank you and welcome once again. To the Church of San Antonio. My name is Marcus Burgos. I am your host. And uh, as we are here in the beginning of a new year, I always think about what are the things that we are going to start? What are the things that we're going to stop? The year ended. It's a great time to transition. It's a great time to think of the new things. And it, it makes me think of the invitation, the invitation that Jesus made uh, to those that would become his disciples, those that would become the apostles. And he, he said uh, one, one simple altar call, if you will. He said, follow me. And they followed him. And in one of the passages in the book of Matthew chapter 4, it even goes as far as when he says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And the passage goes on to say that they left their nets, they left the fish, they left the boat, and they even left their father. And they left him there It's kind of. What kind of invitation was that? But sometimes you get to a place where you just have to end. There are seasons that need to end. And so this is a perfect time as we are in the beginning of the year, as we are uh, looking forward to what 2019 is going to bring and what we're going to accomplish in 2019. I want to encourage you. There are some things that need to end in order to begin new things. And we should not fear that fear should not be a motivating factor. But the dreams that God has put in our hearts to begin something new, reach out and and and, and get that new job, put your resume together, get back in school, whatever that ha- has been that you have been trying to accomplish. I want to encourage you today. Go out there. And get it, get it done. You have, you have a fresh new calendar, a fresh new clock. You have a fresh new set of 365 some odd days. And so let's get on it. And so San Antonio, I'm here with uh, one of our local pastors. And I say this often, I appreciate the men and women that travel the country and, and they preach all over the world and they get on planes and they go everywhere. And I thank God for them. Uh, But there's something to be said. There's a special place in my heart for those men and women that minister in our backyard. They minister to us when we're sick. We call them and they answer the phone. We can count on them to to come over and and we can count on them to give an encouraging word and even a challenging word. Sometimes our, our preachers and our pastors don't comfort us so much, but they challenge us to improve and to grow and to to behave, if you will. And so today I'm here with one of our local pastors. He is Pastor A.D. Smoot, and he is the pastor of Victory San Antonio. Pastor A.D.,
0: welcome to Church of the Week program. It's good to be here with you, Marcos. I appreciate the invitation. I appreciate what you had to say in that introduction. We need to get up, dress up, and show up wherever we are, for the gospel of Jesus Christ, wherever we might be, whether, like you said, about being a pastor or being the one that that uh, is on the evangelistic field, on the mission field, whatever it might be, we need to get up and go and do, you know, uh, two-thirds of God's name is go, That's G-O. Right. <laughs> G-O. So we need to get up and go and do what, uh, what the Lord has called us to do. In this new season, in this new year, I really appreciate that. Thank you, Marcos. Man, it's my pleasure. And and you know, you're, you're talking about this, and so
1: as we are talking about local pastors, and uh, but you you are more you are a local pastor, but you do travel around. You do you get out and and you do mission work, and you're you're in other countries as well. Talk to me a little bit about that.
0: Yes, we, I I really have a, my wife and I. A number of years ago, back in 1987, I believe it was, we received a prophecy from uh, Barbara Wintrobel And uh, we were just little parishioners sitting in the church, and she called us out of the audience and said that uh, God has placed within you a pastor's heart. And uh, we were shocked, along with everybody else, but we came to know that uh, God has placed within us a pastor's heart. But what is a pastor's heart? It's just a heart that is after the people for God, and that, that's my simple uh, explanation for it. And the thing about that is, we can be a pastor wherever we go. Even we know that uh, that the so-called fivefold ministry within the uh, body of Christ are, is the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And there are distinctions in those things. But the thing about it is, we I, I believe that all of those things, uh, somewhat, uh, uh, pastorship comes under each one of those headings, in some uh, form or fashion the the thing about it is a pastor is concerned about the sheep that's the main thing and i believe that all of us within the body of christ that so called fivefold ministry and every person in the body of christ you know we've all been given the ministry of reconciliation so we've all been called into the ministry, the ministry of reconciliation, that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. So I want to encourage you, the listener, to go out there and be a witness for what God is on this earth today. We are God's righteousness in the earth, and we need to display that and demonstrate it to the world. You're saying you, you mentioned something that I that I agree
1: with and I and I've been saying uh, in my in my smaller circles for for some time, I don't think any of us have the luxury of of picking just one area of ministry and only doing that. I don't. I can't. I can't be a pastor because I'm a teacher, or I can't teach because I'm a pastor. And I'm in a. I, I do this and not that. I think in, in these days, uh, we have to be able to develop every every type of ministry in order for us to be effective is you know we we use all of our fingers yes you know as we're working as we're doing we can't just cut our pinky off and say i don't need it or or our thumb because you know i like using this other finger but you know i i think we need to you now we may have a strong war, or we may be stronger in one area but i think that's exactly being, right being being a pastor and having a pastor's heart does flow into other areas, and I and I think I think it'll it'll improve your strength. Yes, it'll improve what you do, and so we sh- we should not limit how God can use us. I think that's exactly. that's kind of the best way of, of putting that. We should not limit and say, okay, God only use me in this place, in this time, in this way, and not in this other way. That's exactly uh, because right. we need them
0: all. That's exactly right, Marcos. Uh, you said to. to talk about what we the things that we do other than than uh, pastorship and but I, I to me it all comes under under the same heading we do go on uh, mission trips and uh, I, we were talking Marcus and I were talking earlier about uh, some trips we've made to uh, Cuba and the thing about it is and and I wish I could take every believer on a mission trip to a third world country, yeah. it makes you realize how fortunate we are to be in a in a uh, a nation, the United States of america that is that really has the blessing of God upon it mm-hmm. and uh, I take that all the way back to the founders if if you would l- listen to any of my uh, teaching or or preaching or uh, just discourse that we were founded upon our nation was founded upon Judeo Christian principles and you know right now what comes to mind is we, not only that but but uh the the word of god says that that righteousness Exalts a nation, and mm-hmm. I believe that the United States of America is a righteous nation, with all, with all of our faults and and uh, you know just like each one of us, we all, have, all all have our little faults and idiosyncrasies and such. We're not as that. perfect. No, and and the nation is that way too. Right. But we have a a strong uh, belief in in Jehovah God, mm-hmm. in God Almighty. We were founded upon those principles, and so we have to realize that we are a blessed nation. What I was going to say is that that what comes to mind is is, uh, recently our president recognized Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, and... In that comes a blessing. Along with that, also, I'll, I'll mention it, that there were 20 or 30 other nations that right away jumped on board and followed that example. And even uh, like Cuba, Cuba has recently said that they want to reestablish trade with Jerusalem. Now, that will bring a blessing upon a nation. The, the Word of God tells us in Genesis 12, 2, and 3 that God said, to Abraham, he would bless him, and he would be a blessing. God blesses us as a nation and even as a people, as an individual person. He blesses us so we will be a blessing. And we have to recognize that the United States of America has been a blessing to the world. That's right. Eighty-seven percent of missions funding comes from the United States of America. That means that 13 percent of missions funding comes from the whole rest of the world. So we have to recognize that we are a blessed nation. So in that, I pray and wish that everyone could go on a mission trip. As a pastor, even, I go on a mission trip. As a pastor, I go out and evangelize. And just like Marcus was saying, I don't think we should limit God in titles. I'm not really uh, much into titles, never have been. As a matter of fact, when people first started calling me pastor like 10, 10 12 years ago, I was very uncomfortable with it. <laughs> I had to get used to that, and I don't mind it anymore. I recognize that God has called me and that they're using it as a, uh, uh, a term of endearment and, and, a, and a term of uh, recognizing the office, but just we don't have to be concerned so greatly about a title. We just need to get out and work for the cause of Christ. Each and every one of us, as a believer, wherever we are, from the neighborhoods to the nations, we need to get out and work for the cause of Christ. Amen. Now, let me ask you a, a question. Uh, tell me, tell me a little bit about
1: about yourself. Where where was that encounter, that moment with God, where you? I don't I don't know if you grew up in a Christian home or you're you're
0: a PK or how how was that upbringing for you? Yes. Actually, my grandfather was a Pentecostal pastor all my life. I'm the oldest of uh, all of the grandchildren. He had eight children, my mother and seven other children, and like I have like 43 cousins, and out of all those, uh I'm the eldest. So, we always lived close to my grandfather and grandmother and Every time the church doors were open, I was there. And uh, back then, in the 50s and 60s, as a young child, the church doors were open quite frequently. Yeah. <laughs> as a matter of fact, the church doors were never locked when I was a child. And uh, I was raised in that Pentecostal environment, but I, I saw the things of God at an at an early age. I saw the move of God. I saw miraculous healings right here in San Antonio, Texas. And in my young adulthood, I got away from the church. I rebelled, and I was like, I don't need God. But uh, I went through some trying times where I turned back to the Lord. I was involved in drugs and alcohol and debauchery. But uh, I came back to the Lord, and I started attending church. And even in this Pentecostal environment that I was raised in, I never really had an encounter with the person of the Holy Spirit. Right. And one time I was at a church service, and when I came back to the Lord now, uh, like 37 years old, and uh, Vestal Goodman of the old-time Happy Goodman uh, family Southern Gospel Singing Group, was ministering and she called me out of the audience and she laid hands on me and I was slain in the spirit. I'd like to know who termed that that uh, slain in the spirit. <laughs> How'd that terminology come up? I love it. But uh, I was slammed to the floor and I had a real encounter with the person of the Holy Spirit. It radically changed my life. When I got up uh, off of the floor, I said to myself, Jesus is real. Mm-hmm. There was no doubt whatsoever in my mind at all, even through all of that Pentecostal upbringing I'd had, I realized with this encounter with the person of the Holy Spirit, you know, the Word of God says that that the Spirit will testify of Jesus. I realized that Jesus was real. It radically changed my life. I started telling my wife, do you think I could talk to people about the things of God for like three minutes, and she was encouraging me and telling me, yes, yes, you could do that. Finally, one day, I asked her, do you think I could talk to people about the things of God for three minutes without crying? (laughs) And she said, no, I don't think you could do that. (laughs) But that was what radically changed my life, an encounter with the person of the Holy Spirit. And since then, I've prayed to God and continue to pray for him all these many years that he would uh, uh allow me to have that type of ministry where I could lay hands on people and there would be a transference of power that 's what develops that 's what happens with the laying on of hands, and that they would have a an experience with the person of the Holy Spirit more than something they 've ever had in the in the past, just as I did and I'm uh, very happy to say that God has blessed me in that ministry, and I've seen many people come to uh, realize that they can have a deeper relationship with God Almighty through Jesus Christ, their Lord and Savior, by having that fellowship with Mm -hmm. the person of the Holy Spirit. Isn't it interesting how
1: uh, I mentioned the life of Jesus in in the intro, fast forward a couple of years from from that point, and he's leaving. He is ascending, and and he warns or encourages uh, those that that are looking at him. And says Don't don't leave, don't leave until the promised one comes. and And then a few days later, the upper room experience happens, and and there's and there's that. But Jesus says, "I'm leaving, but I'm I'm giving you someone." That will be here, and so the third person of, of the Trinity would would be that person that is here with us now, yes, you see so we we commonly say, you know where is Jesus? Jesus is in my heart, uh-huh. yeah, but you follow you follow biblical uh, the the you follow you follow the Bible and Jesus ascended and is at the right hand of the Father right. making intercession for us, exactly. and the one that he left with us mm-hmm. is the Holy Spirit, yet the uh-huh. one that we ignore the most. Is the Holy Spirit, yeah. and and we we pay him less attention than any other any other of the of the three, if you would. And so, wouldn't that wouldn't that be a uh, uh, an encouraging word to say? You know what, the one that we need to really connect with, the one that would show us the way, the one that would help us. Here's our here's our helper, our Paracletus. He is the one that that provides that support and reminds mm-hmm. us of that word. It is it is the Holy Spirit. And the one with us and shouldn't we as the church today be so connected yes with the holy spirit
0: yes uh uh, you're you're really getting me excited now marcos (laughs) glory glory to god yes uh uh, i love the person of the holy spirit uh you know when people talk about god a lot of people receive that Uh when people start talking about jesus you lose a few that's right and when people start talking about the holy spirit you 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 lose a lot more yeah it's a sad situation we're instructed to not neglect the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've, I've learned throughout my lifetime that we can have a fellowship, we can have a communion, we can have a relationship with God's Spirit, God's Holy Spirit that is upon the face of the earth right now. I, I call him the active, operative agent of God upon yes. the face of the earth. And he he's real, and he's here. And, you know, people even uh, – I find people in, in in the church, they're not so – uh, aware and so open and so susceptible to the things of God of the spirit and the word of God teaches us that God is spirit mm-hmm. and i i don't know how to really articulate how to have a a a relationship from spirit to spirit but i know how to do it right and uh i found out about the anointing the anointing of God my simple uh uh Definition for that is the the presence of the person, the presence of the power of the person of the Holy Spirit to perform. Yes, the presence of the power of the person of the Holy Spirit to perform. That's my explanation of the anointing, and the anointing can be caught and it can be taught. There's a there's a a, a combination of those two things caught and taught mm-hmm. about the holy spirit to understand him and to have relationship with him we have to hear what the word of god says about the holy spirit what jesus tells us about the holy spirit but then we have to we have to be taught but then we have to caught or catch that person of the holy spirit spirit to spirit we are spirit That's primarily right. yeah and we have to we it, it's essential for us to have the power that God wants us to have on this earth, we have the authority by the name of Jesus, and a lot of people uh, know that, right. but we have to realize our identity in Christ Jesus comes with knowing, or, or comes more fully with knowing the person of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I, I want to encourage you all to find out more, to research more in your word about the person of the Holy Spirit, and then to have a teachable spirit to receive Communion and fellowship with Him. Would you would you say, since we're on this
1: topic and you opened up this door, uh it could it be as simple as a prayer? You know, I think we're we the ones that complicate things. Yes, when we're when we're moving from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. You know, we believe in our heart and we confess with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, and that is done in a simple prayer. Lord, come into my heart, forgive me my sins, write my name in the book of life, Amen. And now we have crossed over, and and I, I think a f- a great follow up prayer, even if you haven't, if none of us have said it, it, it since that that initial prayer, to say, Holy Spirit, reveal yourself to me. Yes. Show me how to have this. That's very there, good. There's something about being honest with God. Yes. About being open with God that God honors that. Yes. You don't have to uh, be great or perfect or so knowledgeable. Be who you are, where you are. Be who you are. Right? And then, and then let's, let's just open up to God. And, and so you're listening to AM 630, The Word. We're having a great conversation with Pastor A.D. Smoot. He is the pastor of Victory San Antonio. Uh, you can find Victory San Antonio on the internet at victorysanantonio.org. You can find, uh, the brick and mortar, the, the church at 13838. Parkside Woods. Now, tell me a little bit about where where that's at. It's at, over, at De Zavala?
0: Yes, we're over close to uh, Clark High School. We're off. We're off of De Zavala, somewhat between IH Ten and Northwest Military Highway. It's very easy to find, and we we meet in the woods of Chavano Clubhouse. They have a, a pool there and everything, and they all enjoy the pool for about three months. And we enjoy the pool and the building all year long. <laughs> all <right. laughs> so, so come by and visit us anytime. What we want to our, – our main uh, uh, focus in ministry is to speak the word of faith into people's mm-hmm. hearts and to see them have, like, m- like Marcus and I are talking about, have an encounter, have a relationship with the person of God's Holy Spirit. You know, a lot of uh, misconception
1: is that to have an encounter or relationship with the Holy Spirit is weird you do weird things <laughs> and and he makes you do stuff that you would not do on your, and, and I, I think that's just uh that's just smoke and, and mirrors yes. that you're, if you, if you buy into that, you're missing out on what could be a beautiful relationship and take your relationship with God to the next level, because who is, who do we have here? Like I said earlier, but the Holy spirit with us to, to reveal his word and to minister to us, and and to and to use us. Some a lot of times people have people have a desire, like you mentioned earlier. You think God could use me in three minutes, and you know what? I think the Holy Spirit can definitely use you, in in however long, with a smile, with a, with a handshake, uh, buying somebody a cup of coffee, and saying Jesus loves you. Those those things are are works of the Holy Spirit through you. And guess what? It's not weird. It may not be common. But it, but it's not weird.
0: Yes. You know, uh, many times just in the grocery store or wherever we, we might be, we, we speak to people. And uh, sometimes we see a, a young couple with their two young children. And I just go over and tell them, you know, God has really blessed you with yeah. these two children. And it just opens up right there. And we can give them the whole gospel message right there that God loves them That's and right. he wants to bless them that's right
1: and that's that little seed because some of us are called to plant the seed others will, yes. are going to are going to harvest are going to are going to reap but you know what? we we need to give we yeah. need to give and we're coming out of christmas and we've given so much
0: but this is a new year and we're going to give more and sometimes i think that people like like you you're mentioning some plant and some water but see, God provides the increase. That's right. Sometimes people, I, I think they feel like they've been rejected if they don't see immediate results. But we have to realize that we do our part and God does his part. We do our our part operating in faith and God provides the increase. Amen. Yes. So we're going to leave it at, uh, at that word. What a great word. And so, San
1: Antonio, I want to encourage you. Sow a seed. Give. Allow God to do his part in your life. And uh, if you're looking for a church, I want to invite you to come out to VictorySanAntonio.org at 10 a.m. They're at 13838 Parkside Woods at Dezavala 78249. And uh, come on out. God bless you, San Antonio. Appreciate you. This is a new year. a new time, a new season. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630
0: The Word Church of the Week.